0: What the report does is it, um, for the first time, really speaks to the immediacy of climate change as a national security threat. There have been other high-level strategic documents in the past that were produced by the intelligence community, um, also by the Defense Department, such as the QDR, Quadrennial Defense Review, but none of those, they all looked into the future for the next 20 or 30 years, but hadn't spoken to the immediacy of climate change as an issue. One thing about the Adaptation Roadmap is it was mandated by President Obama. All Cabinet agencies had to release this report. But what was interesting was that this really spoke to the effect of climate change on the missions, strategy, and operations of the Defense Department for the first time, bringing it down to that level. Previous reports on climate change adaptation were more focused on the exact effect on facilities, for example, sea level rise within the United States. But what was particularly significant about this report is it pointed to the strategic implications of climate change for DOD's mission. So one chief um, mission that that would affect is that there'd be an increased, what they call demand signal for humanitarian operations. So that means that, for example, more frequent and intense storms in the Pacific would be the sort of problem that the United States would have to respond to using military forces. For example, more hospital ships. So it has implications for force requirements and for missions. Also, another strategic effect um, of climate change is that it does have implications for um, extremism and um, adherence to extremist groups. So, for example, there was an extreme drought in 2011 and 2012, which gave rise to a poor cereal harvest that affected both Syria and Egypt. In the particular case of Syria, it created dislocation where farmers then moved to the cities and the Assad regime was not able to provide for them, to provide them adequate services. So this created an atmosphere of unemployment and desperation that then led to susceptibility to recruitment by extremist groups. So I'm not saying that Um, terrorism was caused by climate change, but climate change was a contributing factor that led to societal instability that then led to the adherence to these regimes. So ISIS is one of the results. Um, One of the things that I've studied in particular is water scarcity as an analog of climate change, and by analog we mean one of the effects or impacts that's most observable. So water scarcity has its roots in climate change, and water itself has been used as a weapon of war by ISIS, for example. You may recall that the Mosul Dam was seized by ISIS forces and the threat of them releasing water from behind the dam was considered so great that the resulting flood might have been able to wipe out the embassy in Baghdad. And this was the reason why Obama authorized the bombings at that point that did knock ISIS back from the dam. but. While they've had a strategic defeat, they've had a tactical victory using water as a weapon of war because the areas that they have now um, taken over, what they're doing is they're seizing water assets, um, water sanitation and treatment plants and wells, for example, and then they're destroying them before the land is retaken. So they're providing land in sort of a scorched earth policy in the sense that the, earth, the land is now unusable as the forces sort of like the Kurds and the Peshmerga take the land back. So that's another example of how water, which is already scarce in the region, has been used as a weapon of war by ISIS. One could imagine that the Pentagon taking the issue of climate change and the immediacy of the threat so seriously would be a cause for other policymakers to pause and take a look at the seriousness of the issue. So we believe that across the United States government, um, people will look to the clear-eyed assessments of the danger and immediacy of climate change when thinking about ideas for mitigation. So would the United States join a multilateral regime for reduction of emissions? The next set of talks are coming up in 2015 in Paris, and so we're optimistic that the seriousness of this message will animate policymakers as they consider what the U.S. position will be toward mitigation on climate change.